0: And welcome back to issue 11 of TLDR. I am your friendly neighborhood backcracker, Doctor Joe. As always, with me today is my hunk and crime fryer. Together, you and I, sir, we make up
1: the Woodward and Bernstein of the Dorkshard universe. Fry guy, my guy. How's it going? I'm doing well, Doc. I uh, a lot of a busy Thursday. Could, I DC is couldn't have timed out their stuff <laughs> any better for us, right? Yeah, beautiful, beautiful yeah. timing. So for those who somehow missed it, I know Twitter was down for a while, but this happened much earlier in the day. DC announced its next event, DC Future State, which is going to be lasting 2 months now. Doc and I have made it pretty clear on here that when it comes to events, yeah, you know, we we like we like them sometimes, but it can be a lot. And Doc, even before you got to see what's coming out and and the plan for everything, did were you okay with the idea at first? Well, <sighs> We had we had heard some rumblings back during
0: FanDome, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Lee talked about you know not there wasn't a five G and they're doing something this, and then when we talked to Snyder, he said there was a five G, but right. they're doing something else instead. So I was very excited about what DC, uh, you know, was cooking up. And after after reading uh, you know the email you sent me and then all the details that was coming out today, very excited about what's yes. uh, what's coming
1: yeah. up. I I think that the I do wonder how much they changed from their original 5G plan outside of the name. I would tend to think that, you know, it's, it's, they probably just looked at it and said, you know, we're just going to change the name because it already leaked out. It was kind of a negative response to it, whatever. And, and here we are. We know we got a new Batman and, and everything like that. We'd heard those rumors and, um, you know, we I got so I got all the covers sent to me by DC, so you guys can all get a look at it. all of them. I'm going to pull them up in here, but I did tweet quite a few of them out as well. Doc, um, looking at all the titles that you got to see today, was there any one in particular from um, from this event that you uh, or from this release that you liked most?
0: Well, uh, so the Bat- the Batman stuff sounds fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and the Arkham Knight stuff, and I know that within the dork shared universe. And I think a feeling uh, with a lot of people is that Superman's lame. He's a lame, you know, people aren't really big on Superman. I've always been a Superman guy since I was a little kid. One of these days, I'll, I'll tweet out a picture of when I was six, my Halloween costume, Uh, (laughs) quite adorable. Uh, But I've always, I've I've always been uh, a Superman guy. And so what they have planned Superman uh, worlds of war, when I was reading the synopsis for their, their idea of this, it, it sounds fantastic,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
0: Clark Kent sort of been banished from Earth, and so he's got to kind of do his thing. He's got to be Superman somewhere else, but his his son, right, is going to take up the the mantle here on Earth. So that that I don't know. To me, that's that's uh, that's a fresh take. It's yeah. something new, and oh, uh, it, it it kind of. Got the blood pumping a little bit. Well, see,
1: John Kent, I do kind of like too because we've yeah. seen I've seen a little bit of it in the uh, DC um, Dead Planet where he's yeah. he come back and he's Superman. So I like that. I like what they've done with him there. The other thing that stands out to me big time is you know the Batman stuff. It, it, yeah. no, no question about it. You have uh, so this is Superman Worlds of War, which is the first one. I I would imagine this is the one that excited you most. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I, I mean, there's the next Batman. Okay. Now we've heard Lucius Fox's son, Luke Fox, has been linked to this um, yep. before, and that it may end up being the case. Obviously, DC has gone and, um, for those who can't necessarily see, he's up in the top right, left-hand corner. If you're watching us on Doc's Twitch stream or on the Dorkshard Gunner's Facebook page, he's on the right-hand side of your screen, and his face is completely covered, so we can't decipher who it is. But you can. But I think there's been enough smoke with this that we yeah. know there's some fire there to that rumor. But on top of that. We got the dark detective. Yes. This looks, I mean, if it's not Bruce Wayne, then I don't know who the hell this is. Um, I think we got confirmed somewhere that it was Bruce Wayne, but Dan Mora, who, Doc, you know, we've seen with Power Rangers, more importantly, we've seen with Once in Future where he's rocking it there, he's going to be handling all this. And the big thing that jumped out to me when we care about events and everything, where it gets to be so much, you know, and, and it seems like DC somewhat has it, figured out i mean maybe it's just because snyder's running the metal event but it seems like he has it down perfectly where he's given the people extra if you want extra and then if you don't want extra you're getting just enough because for example and i'm, I'm not going to spoil it because you're not caught up completely right in death metal
0: no not yet i've gone back started reading uh metal
1: so i'm okay, gonna whoop, all the way through nice so with the latest issue of death metal which came out this week I there was there was like a big I saw like CBR or, or comicbook.com tweet out like there's a big reveal big surprise or whatever in this issue and I won't spoil it for you but I was like wait a minute if you read one of the one offs then you already <laughs> knew this was there but that's what that's what Snyder's done so well with this is he's just making it where if you just want to read the main line you can just read the main line and it's going to be awesome. This, on the other hand, is much different because this is we're bringing in a bunch of different stories. Um, so we also have you know, we have Green Lantern, we have Justice League. I know I showed you guys the Flash a little bit earlier as well. And within these two, we're seeing little you know, some stories mixed in. Um, we got the Immortal Wonder Woman, which is Diana, and then we have um, another Wonder Woman who's getting brought into the fair, which I saw she is actually Portuguese, she's possessed, so I'm all about that. Um, but Doc, the big thing for me with the Batman stuff is we're seeing possible Arkham Knights little one-off, which looks a lot of fun, and then we're seeing a Red Hood one and Grifter getting brought into the fray, too. So yeah. that's what I'm most excited about.
0: Yeah, and it looks like most of these things are only going to be four issues. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yep. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. This is what we were talking about, we, why we love Black Label so much. Those book, There were three books, four books. Some, some were longer There was exceptions, but... This is perfect. If you've got a good enough story and you could you could tell it within 3-4 issues, great. I'm also going to be more inclined to grab the one-offs that may tie in if if the series isn't right 20 books long, right? right. So it makes it more important. it makes them. Uh, it, makes them uh, it just makes the story just bam, boom, you, you get it and it's not going to take you several months to read, you know? And it sounded like they were going to do some of these bi-monthly or sorry Mm -hmm. bi-weekly right and and so and and then some just monthly so they they got a
1: it sounds like they've got a nice tight event plan yeah there's a two-month window and that that is the big thing too doc when we talk about the the death metal where they kind of have a formula figured out and it was for a while it was like one thing coming out every week almost it felt like or um you know a fair amount like maybe three out of the four weeks of the month or whatever with this we're seeing – so like for the next Batman, there's issues one through four. Dark Detective, one through four. Uh, th- but then Superman of uh, Tropo- Metropolis is one through two. And yeah. these are all labeled. And remember you, you texted me about this. These oversized comics, is that like black label? See, now yeah. where I got confused was I thought you meant like is this actually like a black label thing? And right. it which doesn't seem anything like that dark. But – I think you were onto something that this they're trying to simplify these events for people by giving you everything that they would normally want to give you, but less frequently and then they'll end up charging you more, but you're getting the same thing in the end. It just feels so much less daunting because the numbers. because of that I mean, I mean I was already in on this, but yeah. I feel very comfortable. I'm gonna try and read as much of this as I can.
0: Yeah, same here. And and what made me think about the black label stuff is when we interviewed Scott Snyder. You know, he he sort of alluded to th- there could be some changes to Black Label, and he said he hopes it it it, it sticks around. And so, you know, w- with the creative team that was behind Black Label no longer being there, we we know it's not dead because they would have said something. But you know, what what was unique about Black Label was the material was darker, it was edgier. Um, but they you know, they did have these oversized books, not all of them, but most of them were this prestige format. And so when I see oversized in the, um, in the advertising for the promotion of this, I should say, I started to think, well, maybe is there going to be a little bit of a rebrand? Because it sounds like this event is sort of taking place in a vacuum. It, like they they've got all their books written, you know, up, you know, series going up through the end of the year. It sounds like they're going to do this event and then jump back into all those other series. You know, it's almost like, I don't want to say they're taking a hiatus, but like, They're really going to focus on this event. Everything else is going to kind of, at least this is how I interpret it, take a back seat. So with these oversized issues sort of being in a vacuum pertaining to these particular stories, I was kind of thinking, well, maybe they're going to rebrand
1: Black Label to this and save them for more event-type stuff. I hope that's not the case. I hope this has nothing nothing to do with Black Label. I I think you are, again, onto something, though, when it comes to there, the, the, everything else seems to be coming to an end right around that time. If that's the case, and then we're going to just get this at the start of the year, then this events can only is only going to sell that much better. And yeah. then hopefully from there we get a, we do get a break from the events. Because I did see some people responding to DC's initial announcement to this, and It was like enough with the events, it's too much, blah blah. blah. It's not just you guys, it's it's Marvel and yep. and, and everything. But I, I, if this is their approach and they're taking it basically as it's the end of the year. We're hitting the reset button. We want to change things. You know, uh, who is it? Williamson is going to be handling Red Hood in this, I saw, yeah. which I, I'm very excited about that because yeah. he did an outstanding job with Flash. Um, and I'm uh, this is Josh Williamson. And then actually, you know, what? I'm going to pull up Red Hood's design too because I do have, I did see that as well. The artist on that book is um, a guy I've never heard of in my life. His name is Giannis or Giannis. I, I mean, I got to imagine it's Giannis. Giannis Mil- Milono Giannis but I love this this new design for Red Hood it's That's kind of awesome. it's a little bit of a twist off of the current new iteration of Red Hood and I like it we don't see it but I would imagine I mean this has still got to be Jason Todd it's just he's gonna is he gonna look different you know we're dealing with Luke Fox where, where we believe we're dealing with Luke Fox where we're going to a guy who's black. And then now we're we going to go to another black man. We're we going to go to a Hispanic guy, something else. So I wonder yeah. if that's the other kind of change that we're going to see here. Nightwing's going to look the same pretty much. He's got a different yeah. revamped look. So I, I don't know if that's going to remain the same. Um, but I like I like this too. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm excited about what you know that Red Hood's going to be involved in all this. And just are we going to see? I lost my train of thought there, Doc. I apologize. I'm really, <laughs> yeah, no worries. But, I, but I, I love the look here. Yeah, I love the fact that he's actually wearing
0: a, a red hood, and he just doesn't have sort of that red, you know, mask on. Um, but that's a that's a sweet design, and I mean, just everything about what they've got planned here is great. Again, it's it's short lived. It's 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 eight weeks, right? It's mm-hmm. not. It's yes. an entire sweeping thing. It's not going to be, you know, dozens and dozens of books. You know, you're going to have to read, and it's original stuff. Mm-hmm. right and i i mean i can't wait i can't wait i said this uh either last week or the week before you know when it comes to events right now dc just they're doing it better which right. is a rarity for dc over marvel but when it comes to this they're just doing it better it's not right. head spinning it's not
1: boom it's yeah perfect. i think that as snyder's gotten more um say within the company, I think we've seen the, them take a turn for the better over the past few years. And I, I, I've said for a while now that I prefer, I'm always going to prefer a random DC book over a random Marvel book when it comes yeah. down. to it. And I think that, and I think with this too, this 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 change where we saw, before, we, we, I remember we talked about this before about um, how events can sometimes be daunting for new readers, but the idea is to bring in new readers. If yeah. you have nothing else going on and now you're dealing in like a different part of the multiverse, but you're still dealing with the same heroes. You're just changing the names, but you still got Bruce Wayne in there. You still have Clark Kent in there. They're just taking on different roles. It's going to make it a lot easier to start integrating new fans. And I think that's the biggest thing with all this. And, and honestly, Doc, when you look at the comic side of it versus the movie side, it's amazing the difference with DC and yeah. how much of a mess they are on one end. And then here it seems like they have everything kind of figured out. But also one last thing on Red Hood before we get to the new releases this week. The the fact that they've um, they're sticking with that logo, which I am rocking tonight, um, I think is a smart move. As much as I like him wearing the Batman logo to kind of mock Batman, yeah. he's kind of gone away from that whole approach through the years. I'm not saying I don't want him to go back to that approach of being kind of you know anti Batman, but I like him having his own logo. He's become big enough of a deal that he should have his own brand. Um, in the course of all this, because just he's just an, he's an awesome character. And the other thing too, Doc, real quick aside, the whole toy movement too with oh. McFarland, he's just pumping stuff out like crazy. Like now, it's like now I, I get why he's try, he's doing so much at once because they want to get it all out now before they get to this new thing, before where they can still sell these toys. Yeah, DC's just they got it going on right now.
0: They do. They do. They they really do have their finger on the pulse on this one, which is, you know. It, Astounding, considering they have a tendency to
1: to screw shit up so frequently. Hopefully, they figure out on the movie side. As as far as their releases this week go, we've talked enough about DC. But Rorschach, uh, the first issue of that did come. Out, I have not read it yet. I planned to read it. I didn't review it. Death Metal Four came out. Reviewed that for Geek Worldwide. That is up on the site now. If you want some my thoughts on there, Batman's Grave Eleven is out. Have you read it yet, or you can't even get to go to the shop yet?
0: So I haven't got a chance to go to the shop yet, but I'm still a couple of issues behind because I've been just doing all this reading for, for what I've been doing for Darktober, rereading, uh, plus all the new stuff that's coming out. And uh, so I'll, I'll I'll wait till issue 12 comes out and I'll make sure I, I bang out the, the last several ones of those because that, okay. that really was a good book.
1: Now, Darth Vader is a a title that you've hit on here before as one of your books you recommend. Issue 6 came out this week, another one that you haven't gotten caught up on.
0: Yeah, I went to the shop last week, so I'll probably wait another week or two before I go back up and uh, get a stack of books.
1: Okay, so there were a lot of uh, indie book releases that we highlighted, um, or a few that were important to us. Obviously, Seven Secrets, Issue 3 is out this week. I haven't got a chance to read it yet. Once in Future 12 boom came out i read that reviewed it you. i'm all caught up and i am now reviewing that for sure doc so i was telling you we were
0: texting earlier and i said once in future is the reason why we do this show it's the perfect encapsulation because it's a book that i loved i talked about it you picked it up you love it and and ironically you are now farther than i am i haven't read issue 12 yet <laughs> so i did read your review on geeks worldwide great review um, you didn't go into the spoiler section, right? No, 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 no. I just, I just read the, the you know, read the, read the quick synopsis, and uh, so I can't wait to pick that one up. It's just, it's such a, such a good book.
1: You know, as a quick aside, I, when it comes to reviews, it seems like there are a lot. I know there are, there are some sites that do it. I think the bigger ones, uh, uh, CBR and, and ComicBook.com, they do. They'll have like a small page of just like tiny quick reviews, and it's just the one article like that. Yeah. But then there are some that they'll have the whole thing is just spoiler filled. Yeah, I get it. Your your job is to like report on stuff when it comes to this, but I don't know. It feels like it takes you're taking away from the book that you're reporting on to just have it be completely spoilery. I, yeah. it, it seems strange to me. Why not have a like? I will. I will. I definitely have done that in the past where it's just spoiler filled if it's so far down the road. There's not a big like nugget in there, and I just it's just for the readers, but. I mean, I don't know. It seems strange to me, but it's like oh, it seems like that happens more often than not. To each their own, I guess. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Fair point. All right. So you have
0: now. You haven't read Seven Secrets Three yet, right? No. So I read the first one. I know you're reading. I'm gonna hold off reading the rest of them. That's right. Right, because I know you've you've been enjoying it, and I believe that's a book that you talked about uh, that you would like to do on the show at some point. So I'm gonna. I loved the first book. I'll keep buying them. Uh, and but I'll I'll wait
1: to finish it okay uh,
0: until you've until you've discussed it.
1: Now one book you've mentioned that I am waiting to read <laughs> patiently, but I am not going to um, I, I picked it up the trade last I think it came out last week. Archangel so. eight? Yes. Okay. Yep. So that trade came out last week. Do you have anything else from AWA that came out? Um so not from AWA. I've been I've been
0: dying to pick up more of their stuff. I've just been uh, you know, just I've been grabbing just as, as much stuff as I can lately, at least stuff that interests me to kind of spread myself out. So, but I did pick up issue three of Archangel eight, so I'm halfway through the series. It's a, it's a five book series, so it is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's just it's just good, man. And I know you're dying. So I will I will make sure that once we get out of Dorktober, it is one of the books that I quickly talk about. So you can you can go ahead and read it because I think it's right up your alley. I think mm. you're gonna love it. And uh it's getting good. Third book, I, it's the best one so far.
1: I think I looked at the first couple pages and I was like,
0: God, Doc, you to read this shit. <laughs>
1: Oh, because I'm gonna I'm gonna go through I have that, uh I'm gonna pound through and then I have actually I bought a few TKO books. I'm sure people saw Doc threw out the code for everybody. He he picked I know you picked up Sarah. Yep. Which hopefully at some point we can talk about again on here, but I picked up a few books too that we oh yeah, you know when you showed me that before the show, I was like, Did you get a did you get a water bottle from them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I didn't know they made those things. I got a nice little TKO tumbler. Oh, yeah, they came. They come in with a bunch of awesome stuff. I got a sketchbook from them because I bought so much from their site. I'm very, I'm very excited to talk about more of their books. They do. Yeah. They got some. They got some awesome stuff going on there. But uh, what about this aftershock book that you have? Set so, I've never even. We've never talked about aftershock.
0: Yeah. Aftershock is not typically a publisher. Uh, I read. Uh, I've read a couple of things from them in the past. Some I've been like, okay, it's not too bad. Others are like, nope, that that's just not for me. Um, and they ha- typically. The, the, the art style with Aftershock is not my cup of tea, but I picked up this week. So I, I I do a couple of things when I start my week. You know, Sunday mornings, I get my email with previews and I go through each publisher and I check off all the books that, that I might have on my pull list that week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I look for the number ones. And then I'll go, um, I'll listen to you on Change My Mind. I'll listen to the comic book minute. Um, and, and see if there's any ones uh, that you've talked about that, you know, sound interesting. Uh, and then what I'll do is the books that I thought were interesting, I'll go on comiXology, read the synopsis. And then if I think they're going to be interesting, I'll make a note to buy them digitally when they come out on Wednesday. Um, and then I'll listen to uh, Bright Side Chat on Thursdays and, and and see if they've talked about any of those same books. And i Let's be you know, okay, these are, these are some important books. These are books that a lot of people are reading. And so this happened to be one of those books where I saw it. The cover art looked neat. It actually looked beautiful. I shouldn't say neat. I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> uh, but, but the no, cover you know what, writer, what
1: are we talking about again? <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Yeah. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, would Ned say Flanders. that's not the case. I'm not Ned Flanders. Anyways, uh, so the cover art looked beautiful. And the synopsis was interesting. Uh, and then uh, I listened to the guys at Brightside Chat talk about it as well. And so, this is a book called We Live, uh, number one. And it's another post apocalyptic book that is, you know, a very popular genre. Uh, and I wanted to get the whole thing finished before we got on the show today, but I got, I'm about halfway through, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's, it's a very interesting concept in which it's a post apocalyptic world, the 2084, I think. So, But anyways, what happened is is there's been a series of events and calamities that have tried to wipe out the human race. And each time the human race has persevered on the verge of extinctions, come back, but the whole world has sort of been reshaped. And all of a sudden there's this message from outer space saying, saying, your planet will cease to exist by this day. And there's a countdown with the exception. There will be 5,000 rescue bracelets for 5,000 children. And so, if you come across this bracelet for you know a the kid, they keep it. They have to. They have to be at a certain checkpoint. On you know, by the time the count Ooh. the counter gets down to zero, uh, so they will be taken away. You know, and I'm I'm presuming uh, to start a new civilization. So I haven't finished it yet. So I don't know if there's any unique twists. But what's happened so far has been very interesting, very engaging. Um, I definitely can't wait to finish this one and then. Unless
1: it takes a really bananas turn that turns me off, I can't wait to read it. You do. That sounds, uh, I'll tell you what, that sounds different. Yeah. It sounds like one that I'm interested in, but I might not normally pick up without someone telling me about it a little bit more beforehand. Thank God we do this show. I know, right? Which also, I can help you out with this title that I know you were looking at, I was looking at, and I believe (laughs) the guys were looking at Commanders in Crisis. Which yeah. is written by Steve Orlando. This is an image book. The first issue came out this week, and honestly, Doc, I was planning on reviewing it for Geek Worldwide, but timing, trying to catch up on things and whatever, I, I, I was like, I'm going to have a tight window to do it. It's a first issue, which I'm always, I try to be really careful about not giving much away, but trying to give people an idea of what's going on. It's, it's, it's just, it's a little bit different, right, than than an issue two or whatever. But I, I still could have done it. But after I read it, I was like, I don't think I like this yeah. at all. And I really was high on it going into – I get really excited for it going into it. I know Scott had uh, – Snyder had given it a um, – you know, his stamp of approval. I don't know if, if Tom Taylor had as well. But it just like, – okay, this seems like a cool idea. It's a challenge. I read Dan Didio's uh, like preview in it or whatever, or intro in it, and he sounded like this is going to be a tough thing, but it's interesting. So maybe it will end up being good. But I, I think this is something for you where you – I'm going to try and read it again and, and see if like maybe I was too harsh or whatever. And I'll yeah. definitely read the second issue. Maybe I'll go to the third. We'll see what happens. But I would wait on the trade for this. Yeah. I don't know. I re- like, I'm not feeling good about this right now. Have you seen anything about it on Twitter or anything? So I had – there was some buzz about this book, as you mentioned.
0: And so again, like I talked about my routine. Sunday morning. Oh, looking through. Okay, it's a number one. Oh, this looks interesting. Oh, this sounds interesting. So I, I had it on my, uh, you know, on my phone. I got a list going, uh, you know, dot dot dot. Buy digitally because I can't buy, you know, physical copies right now. And so I was about to pull the trigger on it. I got a couple of other books already, and then I texted you, and you gave me your two cents. I listened to Brightside Chat. I listened to if the Brightside Chat gives it two thumbs down. Then, ah, uh, you know what? Maybe, and after they say they gave it two thumbs down, but it wasn't their cup of tea. Mm-hmm. It's just, maybe I'll pass on this one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you that, know? It's so disappointing. I really thought this yeah. was going to be good. I mean, the art on it is awesome, and I didn't check who the artist was, but it just seems, I don't know, the, the, the approach to the first issue, to me, wasn't great. I just feel like I was... It, I was just confused. It seemed like they were trying to do a little bit too much or in the wrong ways. So I'll I'll look it over again, and then again you know, when the second issue comes out, I'll report back on and everything. But there is another image book that we saw get teased from Donny Cates that you've heard a little bit about.
0: Yep. Again, a lot a lot of talk, a lot of talk with the Bright Side guys this week, and I was talking to DJ about this one, and it's called Crossover. And Donny Cates is great. You know, he he's his. I haven't read it yet, but his Venom run has been nothing short of stellar. From a critical, you know, response to just just people seem to love it. I, I loved his um, Silver Surfer book that he wrote uh, about a year or so ago, um, and so this one sounds fantastic. It's, gonna, it's coming out in December. Uh, Image Comics, a lot of buzz with this one. So I, I just wanted to mention this because I wanted to sort of plant the seed into people's heads. Uh, you know, be on the lookout for it because uh, I'm definitely gonna I, I'm definitely gonna pick that up. We got a lot of books coming out. You know that it have a lot of us berserker tmnt the last oh one. yeah
1: berserker i think All that right. was out this week and i think it's I out. Ah! Yeah. oh yeah. we got so the next the um the the what is it the harley quinn um white knight stuff is coming out this month yep. too and uh when does the um uh, uh
0: what's your name there from from batman she's getting her book coming out soon right um
1: Cass- uh who Cassandra kane no, 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 no. One of one, one of the uh, one of the bad guys there are aren't they getting a book? Uh, maybe real quick aside. Ah, shit, I'll come back. Thank you me. very that's much, it. DJ. The the new graphics for those who are watching us on the live stream. Those are from, uh, Billy D. Special. He gave yeah. us a revamp. All the Change my mind stuff. He uh, gave yeah. us a revamping. So, oh, punch punchline. Burn. Thank you. There we go. Yes. Thank you.
0: Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, that that's something I just wanted to sort of mention and. Um, uh,
1: you know, plant the seed because I think that it's one I'm, I'm going to be very geeked up about when it comes out. Okay. Now you have two other n- new, uh, was it? No, you have one other first issue highlighted for me from Vault, but also yeah. Yusagi Ujimbo 13 is out this week. Where are yeah. you right now in this story? So, I, I, I mean, I haven't read 13 yet, but I'm,
0: it's Stan Sakai has been doing this, for, you know, for decades and he always, he still finds way to write fresh, interesting stories. And so, you know, it's it even though it's book thirteen just came out. There's there's been you know when he writes his Yusaki Ojimbo stories, there are two three book little arcs, little stories, and they're great. And so we're in the the second or third part of a little story that's. Fucking awesome right now, and so I can't wait to, to read that one. I might even buy it digitally, even though I've got the physical copy waiting for him because I can't I can't wait to read it. You are and real. It, yeah, I know it's 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 that good. I'm just I'm I'm a, I'm a I just I voraciously read all things Yusagi or Jimbo just because for me it's fascinating. It's so different from everything else I read, but it's funny because it's a perfect tie in to this next book uh that came out from Vault this week, The Devil's Red Bride. Tie in. Not a tie. It ties. It's it. What's the word I'm looking for? When you when, a segue. Oh, segway, segue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. West's all about that, the segues too. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning here. I'm learning on the fly. Okay. So it's a good segue. So again, you know, listening to the bright side, guys. Uh, they weren't. They weren't so hot on this book either. Uh But. I happen to enjoy it very much. And because I read so much Yusagi Yojimbo, what Stan Sakai does there is you get a lot about feudal Japan. You get a lot of history, which is not like boring or tedious. You just in in and, and you learn a lot of terms and you, you get a nice little history lesson without you feel like you're getting a history lesson. So for reading that for as long as I have now, when I went to go read The Devil's Red Bride, it was very similar in that vein, where when they were talking about Japanese culture, samurai culture, Ronin culture, um, uh, it translated to me mm-hmm. a little bit. And so the story starts off with the, a family, the, the samurai, they're, they're about to go into war. Um, and then next thing you know, it sort of flashes forward. And the, the character that you first introduced, you see her again, but now she is a ronin, a, a masterless samurai. And she's about to, uh, begrudgingly take on this, uh, this, this quest. Uh, so not a ton happens, but I found it very interesting and it was very similar. I wouldn't compare the two, right? It's not like, Oh, if you read Usagi Ojimbo, you will love this. But for me, I just, because they're both dealing with samurais and, in, in, in ancient Japan, gotcha. um, I found it very interesting. I enjoyed it. Uh, it might not be a book that I talk about on this show because I don't know. Um, I don't know how much I will like it going forward. I like it Mm -hmm. enough that I'm definitely going to buy issue two. Uh, but I found it interesting. I wanted to mention it. Um, because, uh, partly because the other guys didn't like it so much. So give a little contrasting, uh, you know, opinion and, and view on it. So, um, yeah. Again, uh, those two books, uh, Usagi, and this—you know—that uh, th- Japanese samurai culture—I I, I happen to find very fascinating.
1: Okay. Now, that's one thing with when we talk about the the different um, different books that we bring into the, all this, okay. we have usually there's a decent amount of depth to it, right? The, the books yep. are almost always about something a little bit more. Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys right now, uh, for those watching us that don't know what I'm talking about yet. Actually, no, you tweeted out what I'm talking about. So. My book does not have a ton of depth, and I, I, I know that's always like a – it's a different – it makes things a little bit more complicated, but I'm very excited to talk about my book because I'm trying to get into the whole Dorktober theme like Doc is at least for one <laughs> issue of this, and I know Doc has another spooky book for us. This one's from Boom, so I'm surprised that it has a horror vibe to it because they always seem – I mean there's a plenty of action from Boom books, but they never seem quite so creepy or spooky to me, but yep. this one, you got something is killing the children for us.
0: Yeah, so I mean – once in Future is probably the only other book by Boom that has somewhat of a feel for you know having yeah re- yeah re-
1: that re- is definitely re- scary re- images
0: yes. Yeah. yeah uh, but so we we we've we've talked about Once in Future and how much we love it uh, this might be my favorite Boom book you know we, we know the rule of of for the podcast Boom one you read it this mm-hmm. one had a lot of buzz this one uh, it was solely I saw just. You know, ad after ad, ad promotion, 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 promotion. You know, on Twitter about this, and I love James Tynan, and this was a book that a month before it came out, I started. to go, that looks and sounds fantastic. I called the comic book shop. I said, put this on my poll list. Hmm. I, I, I I've got to I've got to read it. And so, uh, it's written by James Tynan. Um, artist is uh, Werther uh, uh, Deladera Colorist is Miguel Muerto, and letterer is um,
1: and World Design. I'm assuming that's a Yeah, a collaborative Tynan is you've is this your third Tynan book you've done or is your second one? Second one, okay. So, but there's a bunch of other stuff from him that I think you're reading or have read. He has got to be number top five for you for sure, right? He's probably one or
0: two, probably one. I love James Tynan. He, you know, him, I've said it time and time again him, Lemire Zadarsky, they really, really know how to write characters. Mm-hmm. They evoke emotion. You 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 see it in the characters through the art. You you get it through the dialogue. You see it through their actions. And so, something is killing the children. Is just as it sounds. Something is fucking killing all the goddamn children, and it is fucking nuts. How many <laughs> issues,
1: how many issues has this gone so far? Uh, ten issues. Ten. ten okay. Ten oh, issues.
0: okay. Wow. So uh, so. I mean, the premise is simple. The book starts out uh, with you got four, you know, four teenage boys. They're sleepover, you know, trying, you know, we were all there once, and and so they're 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 sort of playing truth or dare, you know, trying to you know, you know, just be dickheads to each other, right? And so it it's a game of truth or dare that goes horribly fucking wrong, right? And oh. so one of the main characters is one of those four boys. His name is James, and he can tell he's i wouldn't say he's the one that gets bullied in the group but he's not you know the alpha male of the group and
1: uh, so he's he, like the mac of the group <laughs>
0: <laughs> well some some would say some would say
1: okay uh,
0: but so he's been talking about you know these these nightmares that he's been having and and he's been seeing some shit in the woods and so they are the, the dare is they're going to go into the woods well, James is the only one that comes out and he sees some grisly shit, okay. right? And it just sort of starts this, this uh, you know, a bunch of kids had gone missing um, during this time, but no one really knew why. And then the body starts showing up and it is...
1: <laughs> Jesus, one way to freaking sell it. Yep. And then the body starts showing up.
0: Nothing is calling the children is the name of the book, Brett. You know? <laughs> but anyway, so then... You know James is in the woods and he's, he's trying to survive. He's trying to get out, and then you get this other character that you're introduced to, Erica Slaughter, and she is a fucking badass. I'm cursing a lot, but that just means I love it. She is awesome, and uh, she gets him out alive, and they 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 they, they form a a partnership because they you know she she's a monster hunter, but you don't really get that in the beginning. Right. And then
1: you, she's got some sort of supernatural I like that a lot. So you don't know that's what she does in the beginning. No. At all. no. Oh, I love that. How they hide it. OK, nice.
0: And book. Start to think there's some, there's, there might be some supernatural shit there. Um, and and you learn you really learn more about her. Uh, and her background is the books going and that's how it should be like you just sort of get subtle hints and then instead of just getting the okay this is what this person does that's who they are it, it, it really is good character building depth building okay and then you've got you got James who's is, is almost like this wounded duck of a character you know but he wants to you know he, he wants to help he wants to you know he wants to know what the hell is going on and it really isn't until a couple of books in that you figure out what the You know what it is and so you've got a couple other characters um you know the the sheriff who at first you know erica is an outsider it's a small town Mm. she's she's suspect numero uno this james he's now a suspect because those two are together and he was you know the last one to see these these three kids alive you know is he the one you know so there's there's some good mystery there there's some good you know supernatural stuff there's a, another character Tommy whose sister whose younger sister uh is missing he's trying to figure out what happened to her so yeah it, it's man it's it, it was nominated for an Eisner award for a reason it is just it's 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 not
1: scary in the sense that you're going to be like oh shit what the you know like I was going to ask you, how is it scary? Because, I mean, obviously the title is scary. People popping up dead is scary. But what what else is it like? It's got its moments, right? I mean, it's got its bloody
0: pages, Uh right? But it's it's eerie. It's like there's something dark going on in this town. You eventually figure out what it is. But now it's how they're going to stop it. But that still doesn't take – like, you know, no one can really see these things
1: Hmm. except
0: for Erica – and, and 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 at least in the beginning, James, right? That's okay. all you know. And then it, it more shit starts to unravel and, and 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 comes together. And one of my favorite things about this book is, is is you read a couple of pages, usually some some good shit happens in those first couple of pages, and then you turn, you know, you flip the page, and it's boom, <laughs> you know. So it's like it's just like that, like. Like just those good movies where you're watching it and then boom the title of the movie comes up So you get that in, in every book and it's just you know, it's coming but you turn it. You're like Yes, you know, and it just It's 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 just so well written. I mean the arts fantastic, too uh, You know with uh, Werther uh, de la dre does a great job. Let's see if I can Okay. Yeah.
1: So as you, as you show that art off, let me ask you this with, and I haven't asked you as we've gone through all these horror books, but I know with Constantine when stuff, yeah, that looks good. When yeah. Constantine, um, when things go crazy with him, especially with city of demons, when i am talking like, th- look, that was, that's a book that I recommend to everybody. That's why I started with it. But in reality, it would have been a good book to say for, for October too, because of how vicious that one can be. But with that book, What's so good about it, even when I went back and reread it for for the show, was it's like every page, and like you know after, after a certain point, it's like every page you start feeling like, oh it's shit gonna get crazy here. Is yeah. it here? Is it here? Like now, do you get that with this book more than any of the other ones? Or yeah, there's a lot of suspense building, you know, in this book.
0: And okay. and in and, and, and every book, you know, one of the things we talk about, sometimes, you know, when you've got these ongoing arcs. Um, you know, there's there's a book or two that it's sort of like with Game of Thrones. You had those filler episodes, right? So there's no real filler books. Every book is 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 jam packed with great stuff, but you don't feel like you're being overloaded, and it still builds that suspense. Like Mm -hmm. you get to a certain point where you know what's going on,
1: right? But but like indie books as a whole, that's the whole that's the huge appeal with them is that you get there's no lulls. But I, I guess what I more so meant was. Are, do you feel like that suspense feeling, like oh shit? Not not like I can't like. All right, I have to turn the page. I can't put the yep. book down. I, I know that sensation, but I mean, right. is shit going to get crazy now? Like, do you have that almost every page? Uh, yeah, for the most part. For the most part. Now, you know, because
0: it's telling a story that's you know revolve you know with mystery and stuff like that. It, it, you know, when it bounces around to characters so of certain characters, you don't get that as much with okay. right because you know like. Like with the sheriff, for example, there's there's some times where it's just him talking with other cops, or it's him talking with parents, and it's, there's not a lot of it there. And then it comes back, and then boom, right?
1: You get just what you. But then, so it's like a little Aragorn versus Frodo situation. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> no, stay at your sky samwise,
0: of course. My, he's the true true hero of that book uh, of of that whole that whole story. He's the
1: true hero. Now, this <laughs> one you said is your favorite boom book and that does that make that your favorite book right now period well i think my
0: favorite book period now it's 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 on the mount rushmore right the, okay. the rocky formation um it's something is killing the children once in future daredevil and for me uh i mean i love i've talked to, to usagi ojimbo those like mm. if i were to take four books with me now and not have to read any other books those are probably the ones i would pick
1: Okay, man, you're waiting a long time to talk about Usagi Ojimbo too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Well, no, I, I this I knew nothing about this book at all, other than that something was you know killing the children, and that it's Tynan, who you swear by, who, who does a good job. I haven't read a ton of his stuff, but I definitely read his Batman T M N T stuff, and I've really enjoyed that. Yeah, so I might give this a read which is funny too. Cause I was reading that. I, I didn't put the two together
0: when I first, cause I was reading TMNT Batman and you know, the first, you know, couple issues of this at the same time. And I go, sure. wait a second, this guy's writing this book, but also this book, what that, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, he's also writing wind right now for boom, which I'm enjoying very much. That's, uh, uh, that's about to wrap up. And the, and the thing was something is killing the children very, the same thing with once in future. Um, both book. This book was only supposed to be a five book arc, a you know, five book series, and it's now you know it's it was. I read that it was uh, option to ongoing before the first book even came out. Really? Uh, that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So um, you know, it's just I love James Heller. Like I, I I can't uh, nice bro. <laughs> 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 I can't stress enough just how well he writes characters, Erica Slaughter is a top character for me because she's she's strong but she's she's also kind of flawed she's she's there's some skeletons in her background uh you know or some darkness I should say and she's just great it's it's awesome to see a badass female character mm-hmm. whether it's movies or comic books video games wherever you just you just love to see it and, and she's she's like she's like I'd imagine what would, grand would be. She'll turn into grand.
1: Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> you know, it's, kind it, of thing. It's, it's, that, cra- it's crazy to me how I mean I'm having that with, with what you're having with Tyna right now. I'm kind of having with Karen Gillen, where yeah. I see Once in the Future and I already wanted to kind of give that a shot and now it's awesome. And then I get all close to caught up with it. And then I take a quick pivot over to die. And then it's yeah. like, holy shit, I knew there was the same person going in, and it's it's like I <laughs> I can see the fantasy stuff, but outside of that if you hadn't told me, I would never have guessed this was the same person that wrote that wrote these two books, and that was freaking outstanding. Uh, another guy by, who you've who you've talked about a lot, who you, uh, you've read, I imagine, a few of his things yeah. is Colin Bunn, and he wrote the book that I want to talk about today, Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. And I know that this has been out for a while. I know it was a big hit, but keep in mind, everybody, the books that we pick out, Doc hasn't read this book. Right. I haven't read something's killing the children. So this is about me trying to sell it to him as much as it is about telling you guys about it a little bit more. So can you first tell me, I, I know I didn't ask this beforehand. Um, tell you, I was going to ask you this rather. Why ha- did you never read this? Was this part, like part of that time where you just weren't reading books and. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. So during
0: that time I wasn't, you know, grabbing single issues. I was just grabbing trades, uh, graphic novels, and I was just sort of grabbing the classics. I was grabbing the long Halloweens. I was grabbing, uh, the, the Superman trades and, and all that. So this was in that window definitely where I just wasn't reading a lot of books.
1: Okay. Makes sense. Now, like I said, this is written by Colin Bund. The art is by Dalibor Talajic. I hope I said that right. Color by Lee Lowridge. And then letters by VCs, Joe Sabino. Now, as I mentioned, this is a book that's like, it's not, it's not deep. We're not, like, you're going to have some, you know, some shocking moments along the way for sure that's what this is all about but this is not like there's not a lot of things going on like with die necessarily i would say once in future as much as there's a lot going on there like that's a book where she's like it's a wild ride you're dealing with some characters who you're familiar with and it's just it's done slightly differently so it's a lot of fun with deadpool kills the marvel universe We're dealing with obviously a very popular character and the entire Marvel Universe, which we all, everybody cares about in some capacity. And one of the things that's so important with this as compared to Deadpool kills the Marvel Marvel Universe again, which was, if I remember correctly, was all right, but I don't, it might've not been good. I don't remember exactly. But um, this, the Deadpool's motivation to kill the Marvel Universe, was so on-brand, so perfect. And it's just like I, I would never have thought of it, honestly. It seems so obvious, but it's just something that, like I just – I don't know. Going into it, I, I didn't know why he was killing all, everybody in the Marvel Universe. Like, I could see why, why Punisher might do it, although I don't know why he'd necessarily kill Captain America or something like that. Even then with Deadpool, he loves Captain America. Why is he going to do it? Well, when you read this, you'll understand why. It will make perfect sense. It's complete chaos throughout all of it. I mean he's he kills – Everybody, Doc. No one is safe whatsoever in all this. It's interesting to see who kind of has to take a step forward to kind of almost play the hero in all this. Uh, but again, this is Deadpool book. You can imagine how it's going to end up and everything. Now, one question I had for you. Dead, you know, we've had Punisher where he's tried to kill the Marvel Universe before, and I think he was dealing with the zombies more so. But there's, there's him. Superman could go and kill the DC universe. Uh, Batman has a contingency plan for everybody. We see that Deadpool has done it and did it a second time. I know Spawn killed everybody. I think he's done it twice. I didn't, I didn't read the first one and then read the second one. And the second one, I didn't f- read the fourth issue. That stunk. That <laughs> may have the lowest of any review I've ever had on Geeks Worldwide. But is there anybody off the top of your head who you'd like to try and see kill either the Marvel or the DC universe? Well, you get a little bit with Logan, right? An old man Logan. Right? Mm.
0: The shit that happened, right? Yep. Um, that you know, that's a good question. Um, you know, I I'll would like—I would, awesome. would love to see a good guy go bananas, right? Um, like Cap- like Cap, Captain America, Superman. We we're kind of getting some vibes with the new um, DC game that's coming out by uh, by Rocksteady, right? So they're the people that did. Mm. Uh, uh, the Batman Arkham Night Games, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum. Right. They're doing uh, the, the the new one they announced at, um, uh, at DC Fandome. And it seems mm-hmm. like Superman's going to be the bad guy. Gotten a little taste of that with Red Sun. Um I would love to see, you know, just, oh, man, I don't know. Gambit seems like maybe. Ooh, that, oh, you know, that would be, right? cool. right? be cool. Right?
1: You know, because he's kind of on that fence anyways. Like he's not a bad I think guy. So but- important, though, is finding that reason why they do it. And I feel like actually we kind of got it a little bit sort of with captain America with, um, Oh my God. What was that event? When, you know, he's, when he's uh, an agent of Hydra, I forgot that, that whole event was oh, called right, right, secret, yeah, empire, no. secret empire. So I don't know if, um, I don't like that, but that's, I mean, have you read that? I have not, but I- you know what happens and all that? Yeah. All right, so it's a, so it's a little like I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who wants to end up reading. I know my brother wanted to end up reading. I bought that for him, but anyways, you got to have a good reason for it. You can't just go and say, "Oh, you know what? Wake up in the morning and they, they're going to kill somebody." Because the thing with Deadpool is we see so many. You know, you get his main line, but there are events with with, with his stuff. Like you can do little events with Deadpool. It doesn't need to be this big thing, and it can be self contained, and it's fine. And that's one of the things that's so awesome about the character. Yeah. We've seen him go against. Black Panther, yeah, you know, that was. I really enjoyed that. Him against the Punisher, that was good. I never, I think he faced Hawkeye, but I never read that. I don't know who that's necessarily for. Him against Old Man Logan was good. Him against Carnage was good. I did not like, and I've said this to you before, him against Gambit. I don't yeah. know how you screw that up, but <laughs> they managed to make it unbearable. And, they, but you, so you can't just say, I'm gonna, we're gonna do this just because. Like, yeah, people read the first issue. I'm an idiot and wanted to read the whole thing because it's two of my favorite characters but you got to make it work in, other, in order for people to to stick stick with it. So that's a big thing with with how they did this. Um and for those who who like Deadpool, you know, for those like I know like Wes, right? He listens to this because the, he's not going to read the books more often than not, like 98% of the time he's not going to read the books, but he likes to hear about different stories that are out there stuff we may see down the line. Deadpool, I mean, I think it's safe to say Doc. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. We're probably never going to see this in another media.
0: Oh yeah, pro- I mean, I, unless they did an animated movie,
1: maybe right?
0: that—that's the only way you could do it because it would. <laughs> Marvel's got too much invested in the MCU. You couldn't really, you couldn't really do that, and and unless they, you know, write more books about it, it and and Marvel doesn't really do a whole lot of animated movies, right? Uh, right, but. That would be so. That that's again another place where DC does it better than Marvel. Is their mm-hmm. their 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 animated stuffs fantastic? Oh my God, it's the best! Right? It, it just it's up. it's better than their 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 live action movies. But this, this I think would be great. It sounds like it would be great for that. Making make an hour and a half or an hour movie, mm-hmm. and you know, an animated thing on and and, and I think that would be really great. Uh To go back to the question you just asked, Daredevil would be another one because I could see that character you know just snap his face just finally snaps and he can't and 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 something switches in his brain and and that could be very interesting
1: he could have the motivation the question is could he do it that's my only thing right and and i think that would be an interesting read because that
0: question alone like you kind of want to see if he can do it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's like and the thing is with deadpool it's like a you know, you, it's a foregone conclusion. You you assume he's a merc; he's going to know how to do it. And it's just with with what the way he goes about some of it, you wonder why haven't some of these characters died in the past? Like it just shows you how some of these villains really just they want the attention. They can actually probably beat some of these characters. They just don't. Yeah. And and it's but either way. I still enjoyed it very much. I I really and like you know going back to the whole seeing it in another medium you're not going to see it anywhere. else. There's no way. There's no there's no way that DC, I mean Marvel is going to find a way that Disney's going to find a way. Because right. as much you want to have like a rated R sector, I just can't imagine them finding a way to even if it was a uh, rated section they did it animated how are you going to go and kill all these characters i don't know how you're going to explain it to people it just, it, i think it's too complicated for them at this point i'd love to see it i think it would be a really fun watch i don't know how it works though
0: so. yeah that's one of those hits where you just wish the the, the 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 viewer taking in the medium would understand you know this idea it's not canon mm-hmm. right it's just, this is just it's separate thing it's just a a separate story and that, i think that's you know where a lot of these issues are coming because people can't always separate you know what they see or what they read they want it to be a certain way and and you can have great stories like this and um and not have it mean anything just have it be 90 minutes uh, 60 minutes of just my mind- it's i love the transporters movies because they're mindless right mm-hmm. want to, sometimes you just need mindless and if it's deadpool Wiping
1: everyone out. Yes. Sounds fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, So before I head on over to furloughed friends, just want to let everybody know that Doc and I are making a slight change to the schedule going forward. This matters more for the people who watch the live stream with us as we're broadcasting. We're going to be starting at seven Eastern time now going forward just because of a work change on my end. So, and then when we do the trade, we'll probably do 15 minutes ahead you know, it's normal, but plan on seven on Thursdays. That's the one small change um, in all this, of course. Make sure you're listening to all the Dork Shared Gooniverse podcasts. A lot of people talking about the boys this week, including us. I changed my mind. Doc, you got streams going tonight, or what, what days are you doing it this week?
0: Yep, I'll be uh, streaming uh, in a few moments after this. I'm going to be playing The Last of Us, so get a little spooky. I'm going to scare myself, probably have a meltdown.
1: Right. Uh, and then uh, you're doing Furlough Friends, correct? Yes, sir. Got that. Got to head on over to that right now. So until next week, Doc, stay sexy. You know it.